0: The following podcast contains spoilers and words that my mother would prefer I did not say. We Thing. We Thing. Hello everybody and welcome to We Watched A Thing with your boys B, Dizzle and Dave. It's a fun one today. I'm filling some holes. How are you doing do, do, Dave? Do, 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 do. I'm good. So unlike me you have seen all of these movies. I mean, let's just say up top I mean it says title episode but Indiana Jones is what we're looking at today. We are Jones and for adventure we are.
1: <laughs> um yeah I've seen all of them uh, uh, I haven't seen the new one yet but I've seen all of the others. Yeah. Um it, it I mean it, it's it has been probably 10 15 years since I've seen any of yeah, them right. so okay. I I rewatched them for this. Yeah. Um so it, yeah it was it was coming at them with fresh eyes I guess. Yeah.
0: So, Raiders is the only one that I had seen, which I had never seen, and Topher made me watch it for this show probably about two and a half years ago. And I am ashamed to say that my memory is so bad that I had forgotten just about everything from that movie, so I rewatched it <laughs> uh, for this. But you will be happy to know that I did this the right way, watched them in their intended order, and I Excellent. saw Dial of Destiny first. <laughs> so for me Dial of Destiny is now my Indiana Jones
1: (laughs) so that's I haven't seen it yet so no spoilers but no spoilers (laughs) we'll we'll talk about about
0: that one next week when we'll do uh, Crystal Skull and Dial of Destiny in a little bit of a cheeky double next week but yeah, so I went and saw that first for no reason other than there was a time that Nuzga and I we were having date night. We were like, yeah, look, i got to watch this anyway. Let's do it. And then I watched uh, the first three pro- after that. So <laughs> right, maybe it was silly. I guess we'll see. <laughs> do you have a favorite of these movies? Because I know that it can be quite contentious uh, among indie fans.
1: I, I do. And it's changed in the last week. Um, I would have always said that Raiders was my favourite, yep. um, and it's still
0: up there. Yep. But I, pro- it's probably my second favourite now. Oh, are you going to tell us now what the favourite is, or will you reveal it when we get there? Oh, well,
1: well, we, we may get to it. We may get to it next week. You don't oh. know. <laughs>
0: little bit of Crystal Skull fandom. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting to it
1: next week. It'll be today.
0: <laughs> It'll be today. <laughs> well, let's get to it. And uh, I also will spoil that Raiders is not my favorite either. But let's start with Raiders. I'm not going to go yep. through the whole... Um, like I usually do for every movie. Let's just go through the franchise. So, Indiana Jones yep. is an American media franchise that began in 1981 with the film Raiders of the Lost Ark, consisting of five films and a prequel television series, along with games, comics, tie-in novels. The series depicts the adventures of Dr. Henry Walton Indiana Jones, a fictional professor of archaeology, played, of course, by the legendary Harrison Ford. Um, he really is the only character that plays through all three of these f- films? He's the only actor that's in um, all three,
1: right? Yeah, well, well, the the second one is sort of, I guess, outside. Yeah, it's a prequel. The, yeah. the, it, it, it's set before... The first film, and yeah, he really is the only one in that. The rest of them
0: have more of a sort of a, a, a semi-through line with yeah. supporting cast. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into it. Let's kick it off with Raiders. Give me your thoughts on Raiders first. Like, when did you see this film? Did you see this when it was released?
1: I did, yes. Yeah, I right. saw this in cinemas when it came out. At, what was this? 1980? 1980, uh, mid-80s? 1981. Oh, oh shit. Oh, so I was like eight or nine or something yeah um so i mean this was one of the best things i'd ever seen in my life at that age it was rollicking good adventure um and i mean it it really is a a call back to those classic serial adventures as it was intended to be by lucas and spielberg yeah to the stuff they loved in their childhood yeah um so no I, i i loved it when i saw it i thought it was smashing good fun i loved indiana jones as a character he was cool as shit he had his whip and his leather jacket yep. and he was you know and he was he was fighting nazis and yeah. that's good you meant to do that so um
0: no I, I enjoyed it immensely yeah i have to confess that yes i should have seen this series much earlier because it is right in my wheelhouse much like you i love an adventure film i've long said that the mummy is my indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I stand by which, which is fair. Yeah, I stand it, it by is, The Mummy as kind of my version of this. But I got to these are good, fun movies. Like you say, it really is a throwback to those serials of Yesteryear, you know, the, the kind of 1930s adventure serials. And yep. yeah, Indiana Jones as a character is a great piece of design. Yeah. Um, you know, like one of the first things you learn when you're doing any kind of animation is to look at the silhouette and say, if you just see a silhouette of this character, how identifiable are they? Yeah, exactly. And they always yeah. use Indy as a great example because... That, he, he's, he's up there with Darth the Vader is, Yeah. In fact, he's probably, you know, if you think about just the silhouette, he's probably even more distinct than, than Vader. So it really yeah. is an awesome piece of design. And we get straight into the... I love that these movies just go straight for it. Just the second they start... <clears throat> You're into some adventure.
1: Yeah, uh, th- that opening sequence with a very young Alfred Molina yes. yeah. um, is one of the best parts of the film. It's, oh, I it's agree. absolutely fantastic. It's got one of the most iconic scenes. Yeah. No matter how ludicrous it is when you think about it, <laughs> with the, the giant b- marble boulder oh. chasing him, um, it's. Absolutely ridiculous when you think about it, <laughs> but so iconic and, and been referenced so many times oh, by yeah. so many other things. I mean, I
0: always go to The Simpsons. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really is fantastic. That I have to say, I think the opening scene of Raiders is probably my favorite scene in any of these movies, um, having now watched all of them except for Crystal Skull. Uh, it, Hero, shut up um not my favorite movie but definitely my favorite scene i think it really is fantastic
1: yeah it's it's a fabulous one of there are a few scenes actually in that first film that i enjoy immensely yeah um that one being one of them i love the drinking competition where we're introduced to marion yeah um that's fantastic and and the, the sort of nazi fight scene that that follows it yeah um
0: they're probably two of my favourite scenes in that film, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I don't think we can talk about... And, obviously, we're going to talk about the franchise as a whole at some point, but this is the one that kicked it off. This score by John Williams is fucking yeah. sensational. It is really, really one of his best. I think that his work here is well, he's possibly got, he's even got better that, than Star Wars. He's got that,
1: that sort of immortal trilogy of superman star wars and raiders that all sort of dropped within a few years of each other who we just like fuck you were on fire then mate yeah
0: <laughs> yeah can i just say one thing though yeah yeah geez indy's a bit of a creeper <laughs> like, i can't be loaded like thank you this
1: is, I, <laughs> I hadn't seen these in a while but geez the george lucas kind of creepy misogyny yeah. pervades these films that I, I i didn't pick up on at the time i've i mean this film and we'll get to the other films this film the the marion story oh, how old must she so been per- when they first well i can together. tell you in the in the final script when they she was 15 when they hooked up oh jesus and he was obviously in his 20s or whatever because he was a working archaeologist studying under her father yeah the only reason that she's fifteen is because Spielberg put his foot down. Lucas originally had her as a. Oh, you're
0: fucking kidding me! <laughs> that cannot be true.
1: It's it, it's apparently that's true. I've oh read that on multiple plays, sources, <laughs> and Spielberg said, "Dude,
0: so that was probably like and, the compromise and wanted to age make her an,
1: like an ad, you know, eighteen or yeah, whatever." Yeah. And apparently, Lucas said. 15's as high as I'll go any older than that and it's not interesting
0: <laughs> well hopefully he wasn't saying that about his lifestyle <laughs> I had no idea that Lucas was basically Roman Polanski because <laughs> you've, you've, you've I mean the the, the
1: dialogue in you know oh. oh you knew what you were doing I was a child
0: <laughs> uh, yeah yeah a literal child it's, it's pretty wrong yeah I mean and honestly like I think I think Indy's more of a player than Bond. Like, you think of Bond and his multiple Bond women. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in Bond, and, and they're both kind of, well, Bond, the the,
1: the, the Bonds films where that's sort of prevalent, uh, mainly sort of 60s, 70s. Yes. Brosnan, by the time you got to Brosnan, it was more about technology and shit. Yeah. But but you're, you're Roger Moore and your Sean Connery, sure. But that's 60s, 70s, they're a product of their time. yeah. These films are in the eighties. Yes, yeah. um, and sure, you know they're harking back to the thirties. Maybe they went a bit far with that and just went, "Well, we need to have him slap his women, you know, yeah. slap the women around a bit." And yeah. but it's it, all through these three films. Yeah. It, there, there's a number of <laughs> bits where I just went, "Ooh, yeah, that didn't strike me this way when I was younger." <laughs> but yeesh,
0: yeah. Indy's a, Indy's a bit of a cunt. totes in a ropes. Yeah, he's not, he's not a great dude, not by any stretch of the imagination.
1: Which is ironic when you've got someone like Connery playing his father, who's yeah. re- notorious for saying things like, oh, "Sometimes you need to give women a bit of a slap." I'm not sure it's good, but
0: sometimes if you've tried everything else and she's still not listening, I think it's perfectly okay to hit a woman. Um. Let's talk about Temple of Doom then. Um I'm going to tell you a secret here. I didn't know this was this was a prequel. Did you like did did people know it was a prequel at the time? I think so. I mean I, I don't know how
1: many. I mean the, the it, they clearly tell you the years that they're set at the start yeah, of the yeah, yeah. film. So I mean that's what I mean. Mean, once it started many, I knew, but yeah. How many people sort of remember? But I mean I guess we because uh, Temple of Doom's set in what 35 yeah I think. it's like two years um, prior
0: to yeah
1: so i guess as soon as that came up and if, if people were paying attention they would have gone oh well this is set you know the other one had nazis in it so this is probably said a bit earlier because they weren't really doing the nazi thing even though the party existed yeah um so maybe but you know probably not people probably just assumed it was a sequel until they read later yeah maybe
0: so where are you, where are you on Temple of Doom? I used to have a real
1: soft spot for Temple of Doom because it was kind of like the redheaded stepchild but when there were only three of these. It was the one that people didn't rate as highly. I liked it because it, it, when it came out, things like the banquet scene I just thought were fucking awesome yeah. because I like horror movies and they were kind of dark and creepy. There were a lot of bugs. But one, fucking hate Willy. <laughs> yeah. Spielberg, don't put your fucking wife in shit because she's awful. Um, still hated her on rewatch. Um, it's a little bit racist this time. It is definitely it's, racist. It's it's, 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 it's very not very racist. nice about the Indian people. No, it's not the, the at whole all. this whole you know the dirty foreigners and the, <laughs> even the prime minister when he has a banquet, he's eating eels and monkeys' brains and shit because they're because they're animals. Yeah, I um, mean. It it all felt a bit off uh, um, on rewatch. It's still a fun adventure.
0: Yep. There's still some uh, you know, short round is still awesome. Short round's great. It's funny. I I when <laughs> I think of Indiana Jones, like I haven't I haven't seen them before this week. I think of Indian short round. I really thought that they were like a team the whole. You know the whole way through everything.
1: <laughs> no, he's only in the weird, yeah, s- s- stepchild movie that's not really part of the canon. And let me say, this, I
0: actually do enjoy this movie a lot. Like, um, yes, there's some severely racist undertones as well as overtones, <laughs> and, and yeah, I don't like Willie. Um, I like. Oh my! I like God. that this is. There needs
1: to be a fan edit where she gets killed because she's fucking terrible. I
0: like that this is. Like but you do its get.
1: Own... You do get. Um. If- Everyone's favorite feminist indie lashing her with a whip and dragging her to him so he can forcibly kiss her against her will.
0: Go, boy, Whoa. I I, I do like that this movie is its own standalone uh, adventure. I think that's kind of cool, and I can you know I can kind of see what they were going for at the time. Given that they were harking back to serials, it's an interesting choice to have the second movie not continue on from the first one. Um, yeah, but I, I kind of like it. They went that kind of, you know, all over the shop. You know, you can take place at any place in time, and I think that yeah, big thing is getting away from the Nazis again rather than doubling mm. up on it. Um, but yeah. th- there's a lot to like about this film, I think. It, it does
1: make me wonder, because obviously Lucas is down as writer on all of these films. Yeah. It, it's it's his baby, really, and, yeah. and Spielberg is his directing partner. But you have, while the... the the first film you had Lawrence Kasdan and Philip Kaufman co-writing, yeah. which is probably why it's a better story. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. This time round, he's roped in his go-to writing people who did Howard the Duck and American <laughs> Graffiti, <laughs> which possibly is why it's not quite as good in terms of the writing. Because yeah. I, I get a sense that George sits very much in the back, like Jabba the Hut with a beard and just sort of goes... <laughs> More sla- more women slapping. Um,
0: <laughs> Maker but <has> 11. Other-
1: <laughs> but but has others actually write the dialogue and so on? Yeah. Um, and I think that's why this film is, is I, th- I mean, in my opinion anyway, it's lacking compared to the first one in the actual script writing and, and dialogue, yeah. you know, leaving aside the story itself. Yeah. Um, but you do have, a you know, an iconic mining cart chase that makes no sense physically but is lots and lots of fun
0: yeah I, this this for me is where the franchise started to go uh, a little bit fast and furious <laughs> just kind of yeah. like you know throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks
1: <laughs> yeah i mean th- why there are p- pits of pools of lava underneath the prime minister's palace <laughs> yeah you know there there are a lot of questions that could be levied at this in yeah. terms of the logic behind it yeah um I can understand why it's Tarantino's favorite because it's it is darker and this yeah. more kind of, of his type of stuff. But well, there's lots of racism, again. which I
0: know Tarantino's <laughs> all for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's your racism and misogyny. There's, you know, there, there, there's not en- not en- enough feet probably for him. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it, it is more up his alley. Um, I, I I'm taking it. This isn't your favorite of the the series. This either. is this
0: is not my favorite of the series. Um, in fact, you know, maybe we should do some some rankings, uh, some scores. Um, yeah, Raiders. I'm going to give an eight. This I'm going to give a six. Uh, where are I'm you? I'm with so you on far? both. On both. Okay,
1: yep. sweet. Exactly the
0: same. Yeah. Well, let's move over yep. then to last- Raiders.
1: Raiders has got a big nostalgia bent for me, which keeps it at an eight, even though on rewatch I'm sort of like, oh, I'm seeing the flaws, and I, I don't have the childlike first watch on it. Yeah. Um, So I'm kind of, when you're that familiar with something, you sort of, you're looking at flaws more than you're looking at the good stuff, but it's still an eight because it it is a great, it's, it's not the greatest adventure film of all time, which is probably how I would have described it prior to this most recent watch. Yeah. Okay. I would have probably said it's the best of this kind of adventure thing. I would probably put it on par with the mummy now in a number two spot. And, um, Number one adventure film would probably be Cutthroat the man Island. Who would be King, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no. John. John Huston's the man who would be King with Sean Connery and Michael Caine. There I go, actually the I haven't adventure seen that. Um, that is a fucking rip snorter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that yeah. a King Arthur story? No. No. Okay. No, it's um, it's a Rudyard Kipling thing. Um, oh right. Christopher Plummer, I think from memory, plays Rudyard Kipling yeah. in a little intro where he meets. Michael Caine's character, and Michael Caine then recounts this story of he and Sean Connery, his best mate, as they go and try and install themselves as kings in this fictional Istan type country. Yeah, right. Um, around though that area above India, um, and it's got uh, Michael Caine's beautiful wife in it as a Indian princess. Yeah, and um, no,
0: it's it's, okay. it's a Ripper. Oh, I film. should definitely check it out then. Well, I guess that brings us over to The Last Crusade, which we can all make the well-educated assumption is your favourite indie film now. It is, yeah. (laughs) Even with Connery.
1: oh, He's the best thing about it. One of the things that make this so good is the interplay between he and and Harrison Ford. Yeah, the father-son
0: relationship definitely brings a different element to this film.
1: and, And particularly coming after Temple of Doom, you've got Sala back, you've got much more screen time from the immortal denim elliott who is just so fucking good as as marcus brody yeah um you've got hitler <laughs> making a cameo which was a lot of fun i'd actually forgotten that scene That that's great um and and i think the story is i mean i, I love arthurian legend as you, you do so yeah. i kind of i think that story is more interesting to me than the ark of the covenant
0: same which- i think story wise this is absolutely the strongest of the three um, I love the the search for the Holy Grail, the search for his father, the way they two kind of weave together. I love the interplay between yep. him and Sean Connery. I personally don't love Sean Connery in the role, and I don't like Elsa Schneider either as a character. She's better than Willa. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, she's no
1: Marion Ravenwood, but no, she is a Nazi. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you and see? She that twist her come up and she gets her comeuppance. Oh, look how blonde she is. It was always going to (laughs) happen. She's a fucking Aryan poster girl. Um, But she gets her comeuppance. And then she gets her comeuppance again in Triple R, where she's the villainess in that. You haven't seen that yet, I haven't,
0: no. But I I have heard people say that she's in it. I didn't know she was the villain. So thank you for the spoilers, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) She's a white person in India. I don't think it's a huge giveaway. (laughs) So t- tell us what else makes this one your favourite. Because I'm, I'm going to drop some, not some spoilers for next week necessarily, but I'm just going to say we still haven't reached my favourite yet.
1: I have heard very good things about the new one, which is why I'm avoiding everything, because I have been told there's potential spoilers with it. So yeah. I, I'm not watch, I've not even watched the trailer. i I've, I've keeping clear of absolutely everything. Um, I Yeah, as I said, it, the Arthurian story, re- I, I, I like most out of all the stories. Yeah. I love the fact that you've got, it's not just Indy being a whip crack and adventure guy. You know, you've got him kind of being put in his place by his dad. Yeah. <laughs> repeatedly calling him junior. Yeah. And, and Yeah. <laughs> Indiana. We called the dog Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think that kind of deflating of his macho balloon. Yeah. Uh, is one of the things that makes this work so well. But you do still have the big action scenes. You've got a boat chase. You've got a, um, hot, you know, a Zeppelin plane scene. You've got going through tunnels with lots of rats and things. Yeah. It's it's still got all of the same adventure type stuff. But I think there's an extra layer that's added by the sort of in, intelligent humour that Connery and, and Denim Elliot... I mean, the scene where they're... Connery and, and Ford are, are in the castle. He's tried to rescue his dad. He's fucked it up completely, and they're yeah. at machine gun point with the Nazis who demand the diary. Connery says, you think my son would be so stupid as to bring it with him? <laughs> you, you didn't, did you? <laughs> Connery's calling out, Elsa isn't Nazi? He doesn't listen, hands the gun over. She says, oh, you, you should have listened to your father. He's just constantly <laughs> being taken down a peg and shown to be completely fallible yeah yeah. and then and then when she says oh we don't even need him to tell us he's given it to marcus brody and they say well get after him we'll catch him easily no you won't (laughs) he knows he's got friends in every country from here to the sudan he speaks a dozen languages he's he knows every local custom he'll fit in he's probably got the grail already and then you flashed him walking through a bazaar somewhere in India or somewhere, saying, does anyone speak English? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I definitely think so of all three, good. this one gets the the best balance. I think this gets the balance right between, like you said, the action, the comedy, the, the drama, the kind of father-son relationship. This really actually balances all of those really quite well. Yeah. Plus, you still have yeah. the phenomenal score and excellent direction. I, I don't think we've given Spielberg enough credit this episode, but... I mean, look. Don't get me wrong. He's the he's
1: the guy that makes these work. Hundred percent. It's not. Lucas had an eye, as he does with everything. He's a big picture guy. Yeah. He came up with a concept that, you know, look at the, on, the, on the not even that original really. Oh no. When not you at break all. it all down, yeah. you take the whip away. It's fucking Alan Quartermain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the, 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 there's been some some excellent design. The 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 the, the Iconic look that they created the the idea of having the bull whip, which is pretty inspired. Yeah, he's created a concept, but it's really Spielberg that's I think made it the success that it's been.
0: Yes, yeah, and don't get me wrong, this series isn't. I don't think any of these films touch Jurassic Park for me, which will always be my highest Spielberg film. Um, well, that's silly. <laughs> Look, you can have what- You've seen Jaws right yeah, Jaws is great <laughs> Jaws is probably second Maybe third Close Encounters is really good um, <laughs> But yeah like He definitely makes this franchise What it is Spielberg knows how to do This kind of Family friendly Version of adventure And I use the words Family friendly kind of loose Because in hindsight There's a lot of stuff That's it's, not It's
1: all a bit rapey Yeah <laughs>
0: Time, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 but it just, yeah, a lot of fun. This series. So, last um, Crusade, I'm also giving an eight two, exact same as Raiders for me.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it an eight, but it's a higher eight. Yeah, it's a smidge higher. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's not a nine. It could, always, I mean, it could kind of be an eight and a half. I'll give it an eight and a half just yeah. to make it
0: clear. All right, the kind of thing where um, if we were scoring on like out of a hundred basis. It'd be a difference of like, you know, five to six, seven points or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: so just in one other question. So for you,
0: is Harrison Ford indie or is he Han Solo? He's Han Solo. And he always will be. Like, I've, you know, I enjoy these movies and I think he's great in the role, actually. I think, mm. I actually just think that he gets better and better in this role. I think um like Raiders is fantastic but I think by the time you get to Last Crusade I do think that he is performing better um yeah and I think he's great in this role but to me he's Han Solo like that's who I've been watching I think for I think there's
1: on I don't know if it's whether Han Solo is a more clearly defined persona yeah,
0: well I do think but but there's there, more, is that th- too. there
1: is more consistency in the performance Han Solo has a very clearly defined personality yes that that sort of that roguish um chaotic i mean chaotic good if you're in dnd parlance yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah, true. whereas indiana jones apart from the kind of arrogance and slight misogyny <laughs> there's not a lot of consistency really yeah. in the character True, between yeah. these films he's definitely other kind of than the fact the he's a bit of an asshole to be, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, i don't think that's ford's fault i think it's just the rotating roster of writers yeah. so the story and the character kind of ebb and flow as as the writers change whereas even though you've got different writers going through star wars the character i think was so clearly set up in episode four yes yeah that no one really needed to do anything with him. He kind of, he almost wrote his own dialogue because of the, the character Yeah, was so clearly defined. I think it also helps Solo. Star
0: Wars has much more of a defined through line and defined character arcs for all of those characters, whereas this, like yeah. you said, this kind of, it jumps around in time for one thing, but there's not really that much through line across any of these films, I don't think. Um, you don't get character development for Indiana Jones, no. other
1: than the fact he gets older and slower. Yes. Um, by the time you get to the fourth one. Well, I'm
0: curious to watch but- the fourth one now. I'm, I wonder if I will be one of the people who enjoys it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited, actually. So, yeah, that's next week. Next week we'll be doing the double header of uh, Crystal Skull and Dial of Destiny. So you are excited for Dial of Destiny, though you've heard good things.
1: I, I mean, a, a friend who is a massive Indiana Jones fan um, did message and and listens to the show. So hi Simon, <laughs> um, d- uh, did message me literally walking out of the cinema, going, "This thing's the best movie ever made." You better not right. shit on it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm curious to see how next week goes. Then um, this is gonna—it's gonna be a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, i certainly talking about Crystal Skull is gonna be fun.
0: <laughs> and we're gonna have fun now because we're we're gonna record a little patron bonus as well, uh, starting a new series looking at music, which is gonna yeah. be real fun. So if you want to we hear, we listen that, to a thing. Yeah, if you want to hear that, then go over and check out our Patreon page. We may at some point release it on the main feed, but I think we'll keep it private for the patrons for at least a good couple of months. I reckon. Um, yeah. We also need to start thinking, mate. We are dangerously close to episode three hundred, and I think we've got Woo-hoo! to do something special for well, that. Uh,
1: surely we're going to do Sex as three hundred
0: about it we'll put, a, we'll, put, is spot. we'll put a pin in that <laughs> but in the meantime if you want to get in touch with us you can do that at wewatchedathing.com or thing at gmail.com you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter all under the handle at wewatchthething. if you want to help support the show you can do that at patreon.com forward slash thing, and we'll catch you next week see ya